Hey everybody, I'm back right now and Tim is in Florida at this point. I know he's going to be joining us in just a moment. Hey Humble Dog, good to see you. Okay, Tim, I'm waiting for him to come on. He's in Florida at this point. He's down there for a few minutes. Uh, here, let me text him quick just to let him know I'm on. Uh, it's been on now and Humble Dog is here. Okay. Oh, thank you for that thank you card you'd sent us. That was very nice of you and your girlfriend to do. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah, I know Tim is going to be on any moment because, you know, that's how it works. Uh, he's down in Florida for, he's down in Florida until Tuesday. So, for right now, Major Buttons and I are missing him, of course. On Humble Dog says, we appreciate the shirts. Well, we appreciate you. That's exactly why Tim put them in the mail to you. I figure like we have our uh, regular listeners, like you're one of them. The least we can do is, uh, you know, just any way we can say thank you for regularly listening to us because you could listen to anybody right now. You could watch any TV show, watch any movie. You could be going around doing whatever you want. So it's really cool that y'all are choosing to spend time with us. So to anybody listening right now, thank you so much. Timmy and I both uh, really appreciate you. Um, now, of course, uh, I, I would imagine that everybody knows this news at this point because it's big news. Trump was indicted. That's massive news. I know some of us have been waiting for this, pins and needles. So it's something, 37 charges, 37 counts. Yeah, let me see what all this is. Now, the counts are, for one, he knowingly removed classified information from the White House. Now, this information was sensitive, including some relating to the country's military vulnerabilities, uh, that he had left documents in public places where others might have seen them, and that when he was asked to return the documents, he lied to federal investigators and then tried to obstruct the investigation. On top of that, too, willful retention of national defense information charges, conspiracy to obstruct justice, corruptly concealing a document or record, and other assorted crimes. Uh, now, 31 of these uh, charges relate to sensitive documents that he kept, and the remaining seven are all about obstructing the investigation. So that's intense. It's something, there's this whole thing about how, oh, it's political, it's just Joe Biden doing this. No, actually, if you listen to what Jack Smith had said, because Jack Smith got up and made a statement about this, and Jack Smith is the special counsel, he had said about, of course, Humble Dog, uh, you know this, this is well, this is not your hometown per se. I'm not sure where the jury was, but I understand it was in Southern Florida um, that actually it was a jury, actually looked at all the evidence. And then the jury, that is a jury of all of our peers, including Trump's peers, had looked at the evidence and said, yeah, this is worthy of an indictment. So that's pretty massive. So very excited. Um, hoping that this is actually going to go somewhere. It seems like it will because anybody sees pictures of Jack Smith, uh, you, can, you can tell that he's seen stuff. Not saying that he just, he just has just seen stuff uh, with Trump. Of course he has now, but um, he was uh, one, of the, one of the attorneys actually investigating all the war crimes that happened in Kosovo in the 90s. So you can even see, like you see pictures of him before, he became counsel for handling all that, all of those, again, awful things I'm sure he saw with all that evidence in the 90s. He looked, uh, you know, young and happy and ready to go. And then after that, you could just see, there's the, um, I know the way Tim and I put it, and there he is. Hey, hey, Panda Bear. He's here as Bernie Baby. Um, but yeah, you can see the look on his face. Uh, there's, I know one thing that Tim and I have said, 
sometimes when you look at people, they have this thousand yard stare. You can tell that it's a certain thing that they've experienced things. They've seen things that they didn't want to see. They've experienced things they didn't want to experience. And they, they don't want to go into it. It's a whole thing of that's, that's a lot to go through. Uh, so yeah, you can see that with him, but then even for a statement that he made, you can tell he's secure in this. So like, oh, I, I have a feeling that, uh, he's uh, absolutely looking at time. All right. Timmy's calling panda bear. Hey baby. How's my panda bear doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, doing all right. Just sad without you here. No, me too. Oh, it's true. But then you're back in a couple of days. Yeah. Yes, it is. Let me grab headphones. Of course, go for it. Right. They can make it easier to hear. Yeah, I'm still listening though. Okay, that works. Oh, but yeah, but this is saying about how um, some of the things that he'd shared, he shared a uh, top secret military map with a staffer at his political action committee who did not have security clearance. So that's pretty effed up. Um, he also shared a highly sensitive plan of attack against Iran with visitors at his golf club in New Jersey. Um, now, he was also recorded on, on tape for this, saying this is, this is highly confidential, quote, unquote, and quote, unquote, secret. And he acknowledged that it had not been declassified. And he also, and there are pictures out here at this point, too. He, carried, he stored boxes, cardboard boxes, full of all of this paperwork, all of these uh, secret, top secret, classified information all around Mar-a-Lago. And of course he brought it to his golf club in, um, in uh, what was in New Jersey. Let me see where in New Jersey, just a moment. I have it here. What's that? Bedminster. Was it Bedminster, New Jersey? Okay, well either way, yeah, he has these boxes and boxes of classified information all over the place. And apparently he was regularly showing these to people and openly saying, these are not declassified. I could have when I was president, but so yeah, pretty screwed up. So I'm hoping this goes somewhere. It seems like it will because Jack Smith looks like he means business. Yeah, but the judge that's seeing it or hearing it. There you go for the, yeah. Appointed. Exactly, which is an issue. So there's an outcry with this because it's understood at this point, like how is she even still a judge? Um, but we'll see. Now it's uh, going to be about the arraignment. Uh, I, I can't imagine she has any room to just say, oh, never mind, it's all over. At least that's from what I understand. Oh, she could recuse herself, I don't know. She should. Actually, that's a, that's a big thing too. She should recuse herself because she's shown that she is, uh, for the last time she'd made, uh, she had made a ruling that was against the public interest, but definitely in line with what Trump would want her to do. It was understood that, yeah, no, she needs, I would imagine she got a lot of threats over that. Um, Cause yeah, like, no, you're, you're trying to overturn the country. That's, that's not cool. This is not just being good to daddy. That's it. So fingers crossed it go, it all goes well. And from what I understand, uh, who gets, uh, who's uh, actually placed as judge for when it comes down to arraignments, it's apparently just random, but we'll see. Oh, I don't know. I, I thought, I didn't know if you get to see this. This is on something else. Did you see uh, that Ted Kaczynski was found dead in a cell? Yeah, he killed himself. That's something I didn't see yet that he'd killed himself. I saw that the cause of death hadn't been released yet. Yeah, I saw that it actually killed himself. I don't know how. Okay. But All right. Yeah, I hadn't seen that yet. 
But yeah, I'm seeing he had killed three people and injured 23 more during a mass mail bombing spree that that mail bombing spree spree lasted between 1978 and 1995. I didn't know it went back to 1978. Yeah, it was for a while. That's something I just remember hearing about it in the 90s. But that's intense. He got away with it for a while. Yeah, it says like it. For decades, they were trying to find him. Yeah. Now, his crimes were uncovered after he had forced the Washington Post. This is interesting. He forced the Washington Post and the New York Times to publish his unhinged, angry manifesto called Industrial Society and Its Future. And this you was know in what September. It's about, right? Well, I know he's talking about how it's uh, about how uh, technology is destroying us and it's making everything yeah. dangerous for everybody. And, <laughs> you know what? He's been right so far. That's the thing they're saying. Actually, you know what? He, you know, he there was something to what he was saying. There you go. And I definitely get that. But you know what's interesting? I didn't know this because there there have been a lot of things saying, a lot of people saying about how he was right. He's just trying to help. And he is flat out said, of course, before he was dead, he said, uh, just one I got here. Um, he had actually said in his own journals he wrote about, he didn't claim to be a quote unquote altruist or being or to be acting for the good, whatever that is, of the human race, insisting instead that he acted, quote unquote, merely from a desire for revenge. He started this after what well, he was working for his brother's company at one point. And after two, he, his brother had let him go from this, from this job. And he had dated a woman, uh, went on two dates with her and she dumped him and he got mad. That's when he started sending out these mail bombs. So that's pretty petty. <laughs> so that's something about how he said like, no, I wanted revenge. That's what it was. But yeah, just wow. But yeah, this had said that after this, he retreated to the Montana wilderness and to the cabin he had built by hand without heating, plumbing, or electricity. Now, it said that he had, when he was a child, he was actually IQ tested. And as a child, at least, he possessed, showed he possessed an IQ of 167 and that he had skipped two grades to attend Harvard University at 16. Now, FBI agents had described him as a twisted genius who aspires to be the perfect anonymous killer. But he was diagnosed, actually, after he got arrested in prison, he was interviewed by a psychiatrist. Uh, The psychiatrist diagnosed him as a paranoid schizophrenic. And, you know, I could see that. I could understand that. As much as, like you said, now, when it came down to the, um, what he was saying about technology and how it wasn't helping humanity, I definitely get that. But the fact that uh, he acted on this with trying to kill people, is a sign that he definitely wasn't the most stable. So again, why it's uh, again he's gone, he's passed away. But uh, that's something I didn't I didn't see that he had killed himself. His underwear. Oh yeah. Can you hear me? I, I can. I can hear you now. I couldn't hear All you right. for a minute. All right, because you uh, kept talking, and I wasn't sure if you could hear me or not. Oh, okay. I couldn't hear you when I was talking. No. Okay, what were you saying? As I said, they um, he tried kill him, killing himself a few times um, by hanging himself with his underwear. Oh. Huh. So, yeah. So I wonder yeah, how he I did actually, it. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm assuming that it was still the same way, but I actually wanted to buy his book because I heard it was like a really good book. Okay. But I didn't want to get on any watch list. I can understand that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely get that. It's the same way, again, you hear that a lot, even like with Mein Kampf. Apparently, right. Mein, yeah, Mein Kampf is apparently a decent book, but yeah, I don't want to be on a watch list. Plus, I, I know um, neither of us has, a, has any interest in joining the neo-Nazis. So, no thank you. <laughs> right, but uh, still, you know. Thanks for joining us, Ali Amadi. Good to see you again. But yeah, definitely the whole thing. Like, even if it could be a good book, like, yeah, I'm going to choose to stay off of that one. Yeah, and actually it's when I, um, uh, when I actually looked to see how much that book cost, it was close to 18 bucks. Which one? The, um, um, wow. Yeah. But again, like I heard it was, you know, a decent book. Huh. But then it's unfortunately connected to somebody who, again, was a mass killer or at least a mass attempted murder. I mean, he killed three, but still he was trying to kill a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you got any news down in Florida? What's that? You got anything going on down in Florida? Any news? No, no. Oh, and Ali, um, Ali Amadi says, hi, Timmy, and hi, Bernie. <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, go I don't ahead. know. If... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I got another piece of news if you if you didn't have one. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I got, I was going to say, I got one more here for this. It's, I don't know if you saw this too. This actually, I, I read about this. It was interesting. It was actually about how, how the Moscow PD and the FBI, mind you, was able to catch that guy who, uh, who killed those four college students at, uh, in Idaho. Right. It was interesting reading this article. Again, he's the, the he's killed those four students in Idaho, University of Idaho. Now, um, it was a combination of things. They had to use uh, different methods for this. Um, and uh, what is it for uh, some of the things they did? Well, of course, they used the evidence. They uh, put out uh, put out notices to the community just saying, hey, if you have any information, call us what's going on. Um, but then, too, uh, what they what they found out that they could do well in addition to grabbing evidence like one thing that was found was a um was that a knife holder that was an fbi well it wasn't fbi it was a marine had a marine logo on it and it was this knife this knife blade holder on it it was a case so they went on amazon well they went first in all the local area around where the killing happened to all the different weapon stores everything like that uh I, you know, ammunition, everything like that, trying to see if any of the stores sold this particular uh, blade case. Didn't get anywhere. So then they went on Amazon and eBay. Were looking, uh, they were looking for the details of order histories for anybody who had purchased such, a, such an item or such knives. And the way it was put, they were hunting for breadcrumbs, which that's a good way to put it. Um, but yeah, it was that knife sheath they were looking for. And... Uh, they actually uh, had found out um, while they're trying to get all those details, uh, they actually were able to use their fingerprints on that knife sheath that then the FBI ran through their database. And that database has millions of DNA profiles of past criminal offenders. But according to at least three people briefed on the case, they could not find a match out of any of those millions that it went through. So then what really did it? 
investigators tried to decided to try genetic genealogy, which is something usually with genetic genealogy. It's something, of course, any of us can do. You can go on Ancestor.com or like Tim had gotten um, 23andMe. Actually, uh, he got it for me first and then he got it for himself, too, which is cool. You can find out all sorts of things about your genetic history, which is very, very awesome. Now, uh, doing this kind of investigation, uh, at least as far as criminal cases, it's usually only done um, as kind of a last-ditch effort for cold cases. But uh, basically, officers and FBI were getting nowhere, and they're thinking, no, we need to, we need to catch this person. So they actually, um, uh, what is it, they actually uh, had, uh, what is it, they used, uh, started using, uh, uh, you know, uh, looking into genetic genealogy, and um, there, uh, an issue with this is that using this kind of method is the concern for, well, does that mean that none of us are safe? Any of us can be investigated. I get that. But then at the same time, it's like even officers in the FBI were saying, they said, we're, we were running out of leads. We didn't have, we were basically didn't have any options left. If we were going to catch this person, we had to do whatever we needed to do. Um, so, uh, they'd actually used again, genetic genealogy. And then from there, they had actually had, uh, I, I, I say they'd, uh, sur not surrendered. They'd actually passed over the uh, fingerprint data and everything from this genetic genealogy base over to, it's actually a private company in, uh, it's called Othram. And this is in Texas. This is a lab that's able, able to produce more extensive DNA profile than, uh, from that knife sheet. Uh, she then uh, then the state lab had the ability to do, and from there, oh, just a minute, I lost the screen. There it is. It's right back. From there, that's where they were able to get. Uh, well, for one, they were able to get uh, a connection to a distant cousin of this Coburger guy, the killer, uh, distant cousin of him, and then from there, they were able to actually uh, uh, look into his cell phone records. Um, and uh, it shows that his cell phone was actually moving around in the early morning hours of November 13th, uh, which is when it was, okay, I see that the call ended. Call back in when you get a chance, Panda. Um, but I see that the call uh, ended at some point. Um, I was gonna say, it understood that it was possibly turned off at that point, around two hours when the killing had occurred. But I, found that's, I find that's fascinating. That's how they were able to get him. Welcome back, Panda Bear. Yeah, call back in. Yeah, call back in if you want to. But yeah, all right. Now I'm answering the phone with Tim. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Yes, I can. Good. Oh, man. But I found that interesting, just how they would were able to, well, it took a lot, but how they went through all of those steps to be able to find him. Yeah, but, you know, that's part of the whole, you know, new uh, technology you, know, you don't even have to give your DNA in order to be found. It's true. It's true. And I can understand how it could, that could be un unsettling. But then at some points too, in this case, this is a man who just killed four people. Yeah. And probably did before that too. Chances are. Okay, yeah. So like I find, yeah, like I find it so interesting. I know we talked about this before, how his, again, he's getting a PhD at Washington State University. That's what he was in the process of doing in um, criminal psychology. Right, and he, they actually, there were called murders near where he lived. They're like, well, you know what? It kind of fits the profile, so they're re-looking they're re into that. 
Exactly. Yeah, like you were saying, it seems like there may have been a serial killer around Washington State at that, as I was gonna say, just not that long ago. Was it him? Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's good they caught him. Oh, yeah. Finally. Yeah, no but kidding. I think they were watching him for a while. They, they, you know, they it's. found them pretty early on. It's something, whereas I didn't. Kept, from what they oh, what were you saying? Kind of said that they kind of knew who it was early on. It just they had it took a few weeks to build a case. Okay. Yeah, I understand it took about six weeks for them to basically arrest him. Yeah. But man. But yeah. A lot, of dam- a lot of damage really quick. It's true. I really do wonder if he was the one who killed those other, what was it, eight other people? I think it was yeah. eight other women in Washington. Mm-hmm. Just wow. I didn't see anything about when the killings happened. Mm. But in hopefully. Pennsylvania, too. I didn't see for Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oy vey. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope it's him. I was going to say, I hope it's him because they have him. Yeah, give the family some closure. Yeah, I would think so. Or families. Yeah. If he did this more than once. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, indeed. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm following Bernie Baby now. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know it's you, but nonetheless, why not? Why not have uh, Timmy Boy following Birdie Baby, right? Yeah. Well, there's there's a big news out of Philadelphia. What's that? On I ninety five, there was a truck on fire underneath the um, Cotman Avenue overpass underpass. Yeah. It burned it, and the overpass collapsed. What? So, Literally, I-95 is shut down. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Um, it's, I'd it's, imagine. It's, it's, it's going to be oh, closed go for months. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Does, it, does it say how many people were hurt or killed? Um, there was um, a tanker truck. Ooh. And whoever was inside beneath 500 tons of concrete, steel, and rubble. Oh, yeah, God. It seems like a couple of people died. Of course, um, that's not good. But considering, like you're saying, the whole overpass. Collapse, oh no! It says no deaths or injuries. Oh no! That's amazing. How? That is absolutely incredible that nobody died or was injured. Well, did they know of yet? Yeah. Good point. I would imagine they're going to have to go digging through that rubble. Yeah. Um, a disaster declaration will be made Monday. Wow. But yeah, they got to get that up quick. I would think that's, so. That's 95. That's like millions of people take that road. That's major, isn't it? Ah, uh, James Beard is here. Good to see you, James Beard. Hey, Thanks for joining. But yeah, I would yeah, think they have to get... 160,000 vehicles a day. Wow. Just wow. And it's yeah. and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, it reaches from the, nearly the tip of Florida to the Canadian border carries nearly 200 billion in goods and services 
Wow. That's something I, for, I guess, again, for that going that, that far, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of the I-95. I knew I-75 from where I grew up, but that makes sense. Wow. Well, I'm glad that it seems that nobody was hurt. All lanes are. Oh, wait, you still there? Okay, if you're talking, I can't hear you, Panda. Um, let me see. Um, there you go, I hear you now. You hear me? I hear you now. All right, yeah, it says all lanes of the highway are shut down for about 10 miles between Academy Avenue and north to the Betsy Ross Bridge. You know who would know about this is Mr. A. Oh, Mr. A would know. Mr. A is not on right now. No, right on the other side of the Betsy Ross Bridge. Okay. Oh, wow. Runoff from fuel or gas lines from the burning truck has also caused explosions underground. Philadelphia Police Fire Captain told the Oh, God. We will be here for a while. We have fire coming out of those manholes. That's, I was going to say, incredible. Not incredible good. That's... That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Of course, it's good, it's good that they have, uh, you know, of course, uh, fire department work, or fire departments, plural, I'm sure, working on it. And let alone the uh, Philadelphia police, I'm sure, are working on it, too. But wow. That is crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, was, that close, was that close to where you used to live when you lived in Pennsylvania? No. No? Nowhere close? No, but still, it's, um, you know, it's a major thoroughfare, 95. Yeah. Like you said, it goes from Canada all the way down to Florida. Yeah. It happened uh, 6.20 a.m. Oof. Mm. Again, happy that nobody's hurt. Oh, and thanks for joining us. Let me see. It's P-S-E-T-G-Y-H-S. Thanks for joining us. But yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. And I can't get over it. Like you're just that uh, the way you're just saying it. There's fire coming out of the manholes. That sounds like something out of a post, not a post-apocalyptic. That sounds like something out of an apocalyptic movie. Right. Man, that's um, is not. Like you said, it's going to take months to uh, fix. Yeah, they have to rebuild that overpass. Yeah, and again, there's how much? How many miles did I say was shut down? Ten miles. Ten miles. Yep. Wow, and that's that's a long stretch of highway. I mean, they'll probably open it up closer, you know, to so people can get off the exits and kind of loop around the exits, you know, to go on the highway and then back, or I'm sorry, off the highway and back on. Oof. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. That's a lot. Yeah. This is, this is, oh, go ahead. I don't remember if 295 uh, runs parallel with that or not, or Route 1, but still. Man. Just wow. That is nuts. Yeah. I would imagine. Oh, you're, you're, you're crackling. You're crackling. Oh, if you look at the pictures, man, it's crazy. The whole, you know. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like just the whole, the amount of time it's going to take to rebuild that overpass. Right. Probably both sides of the highway too. Not just because it's just the one side of the highway where it fell. Yeah. But probably the other side too, because from the heat. 
See, I didn't even think of that. Just wow. Yeah, well, it's like I said, if you look, um, look on, you know, the pictures, it's just frightening to where, like, wow, I could have been, you know, driving that and. Oh man, I'm looking at that. That is insane. Right? Look at that. It just, it's collapsed. It just, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. There it was. Um, yeah, there, literally, there it was. I mean, Stay I can it, only right? imagine. What's that? I said, hi, Mohan Desh. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Or uh, Moha, Moha Desse. I think, is that. Uh, we say you could tell us which one of us you could tell us which one of us is pronouncing it correctly. I'm sure. Oh, neither of us. Yeah, not, yeah. I would think chances are that's probably the case. <laughs> but thanks for joining us. Oh man, but yeah, it's something I can only imagine. And I know this is minor, but uh, the commute time this is going to add to people needing to get or get needing to get to where they need to go. Yeah. I mean, of course, for work, but then ambulances too and fire trucks and again police vehicles and everything like that how much more time is this going to add to rescues yeah yeah i guess a lot of times too uh time to get back to uh working from home uh maybe i mean we showed over again well like i was gonna say almost three years starting in 2020 that we can do it um but it's i know it's of course um not not quite as easy because it kind of leaves like leaves you isolated in some level yeah. i mean i don't mind at all when i get to work at home with you and at home with our little man right. who's taking who is taking a nap in a box yeah you hear britney spears might be on meth wait on meth yeah no, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Kevin Federline helped set up an uh, intervention earlier the, in this year. Really? Yeah. You know, that's actually, that's a pretty cool thing to do. Yeah. It's, he seems like an okay guy. Yeah. I mean, we never met him. But, yeah, you don't really ever hear anything bad about him. No. Plus, he's every guy's hero because it's like wow you're getting child support from her ah uh, there you go <laughs> oh yeah hit me baby one more time yeah yeah pretty much pretty much um, <laughs> let alone of course let alone of course he got to hit that well i think he, i think with that song meant you know hit me baby one more time yeah i think she was talking about crack or or uh meth Hit me one more time with the crack pipe. Well, she would have been like pipe. six. She would have been like 16 at that point. Doesn't matter. Good point. That's true. You know what they say? Old enough to bleed, old enough to butcher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, that's dark. But yeah, yeah. I've heard that one before. <laughs> wow. And for me, you've heard it before. I have. I have. It's true. Usually the way you hear it is old enough to breed, old enough to bleed, old enough to breed. But yeah. No, mine is more brutal to the point. It's true. It is. Just wow. Yeah, that went dark fast, didn't it? Most <laughs> <laughs> people love us, honey. That's true. I think so. We don't pull any punches. No, we don't. That's a very good point. 
there's no question about, yeah, no question about what's going on. <laughs> oh man. But I am really sorry to hear that. I, I hope she's doing all right. I hope she gets through it. Me too. You heard, um, it's, oh, go ahead. About that. Those four kids that, um, survived in the Amazon. Yes. I, oh, I saw that one. It was from a few days ago. I didn't have that in today's, but yeah, uh, it was in Colombia. Yeah. She, uh, they, survived for four days no they survived for 40 days, oh, 40 days. okay right. 40 more than a month their mother was They're... alive for four days oh you see i didn't see that a so, bag so... of flour they had a bag of flour you see i didn't see that they had a bag of flour either yeah i mean but still that doesn't go far in 40 days no from what i saw this was from a few days ago uh but it was uh on this plane, in addition to the four kids, again, they survived, all of them survived, which, what is it? The youngest one is a year old, the oldest is 13. Um, so they're kids. It was the four of them, their mother, and two pilots. The mother and two pilots did not survive. No, the yeah. mother survived. You'd said for four days? Yeah, and she told her kids to leave because apparently she knew her time was coming. Man. Just wow. And you know how actually after four days, you're not found. That's what I would probably do too. I would think so. It's good advice, but you know how actually, um, uh, military was able to find them. Now what it was, they actually, of course, cause they knew that the plane had gone down. So they were going to the area, didn't see the kids there, but they were, they found sur surrounding area in specific areas. There was some wild fruit with bites taken out of it. And they found and some footprints. They had, uh, they had a helicopter with their grandparents' voices saying, you know, sit still, don't go anywhere. We're coming for you. And oh. so, so far the only casualty uh, in the search party was one of the rescue dogs got lost in the interior. He died. Oh, wow. He actually got lost and perished. But Oh, that's a shame. But that goes to show you how deep and dense that forest is. Yeah. Like they were, they were. The search dog uh, got lost. And they yeah. know what the kind of doing. Yeah, it's true. But just, wow. But that is amazing, though. I can't get over it. For 40 days, the four kids were able to survive. Yeah, that is, that really is amazing. Yeah. So there are pictures of them. You can see the pictures of them online of uh, military with the kids, giving them food, uh, blankets to kind of try to get them to warm up, help them out. Um, there's a picture of uh, one of the one of the soldiers actually uh, giving a bottle to uh, the one year old. The uh, infant, yeah. Yeah, pretty much one year old. Yeah, you're pretty much an infant still at that point. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Um, but yeah, that's, that's amazing, but intensive, intensive search and they were able to find the kids. So then they had brought the kids to a hospital to actually check, to make sure everything was okay from there. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that a call for El Gato? No, I'm saying they're celebrating. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're... Oh man. But just wow, I am happy those kids survived. I'm, I'm sorry for the loss of their mother, but I'm happy that they at least survived this. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. Somewhat of a happy ending. It is. It's true. The kids survived. 
And was that, I was going to say Superman? Yeah. No, was <laughs> is that, that what that was? Judy. Oh, oh, that's Judge Judy. I see. Yeah. yeah I don't think Judge Judy is going to be involved in this. <laughs> Not yet. In time, I'm sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So where's Lizzie White been? Yeah, we haven't seen Lizzie White in ages. Oh, and I see that the new shirts in the larger sizes have cleared customs. So they should be in by the end of the week. Good stuff. So we I can get those out, too. Out to uh, whoever e emails me their address. I know I have Humble Dogs. Um, so oh, Ollie, yeah. Ollie wants to send me one. Uh, James or Ollie want me to send them one. They just have to email me their it's true. Here, I'm going to type, I I type have, in I our address. I still might have James's. Oh, maybe. I still might have James's in, in the Gmail. I'm not sure. So okay. Yeah. If you want, yeah, free t-shirt. I just typed in our email address. Thanks for liking the show, Humble Dog. Yeah, we had sent some of the some of our shirts to Humble Dog. Thanks for sharing the show, too. We appreciate it. If, if you want free t-shirts, because uh, I know we'll get them in the mail to you, uh, of course, James, I, if you want to. And um, yeah, Ali Amadi is not on the show at this point now. But if Ali, if you come oh, yeah, back. James, I, got, I got James's address. So I just, okay. by the end of the week, I'll probably um, send it in. There you go. Yes, by the so time. Yeah, I just saw they cleared customs. So. Good stuff. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And it's good that people are liking them. And I told Humble Dog, I said, thanks for sending us the uh, thank you card. Yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah, you didn't have okay. to do that. Yeah, um, we appreciate that. <laughs> well, you have any other bits of news? Wait, can you hear me, Tim? I hear you. Okay, I hear you now. All right, I don't know what that was about. I don't know either. All of a sudden, I just heard this, like, buzz. Yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes if my phone goes to go to sleep. Oh, that might be it. Yeah, like, if it goes to screensaver, it probably just shuts you out. Yeah, so that's I, probably I, the deal. I'm clicking it with my thumb. <laughs> just trying to keep it awake. Kind of fingering it. Yeah, that's... <laughs> So you and your phone are close. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Cloud B was like that, but. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would think probably for fingering your phone, probably the more uh, the more fitting sound effect is the sex sound. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that's the one you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> and shut up about the sun, of course. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. It is funny. <laughs> that was a great show. That was a great episode. It was a great episode, too. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that is uh, too funny. I can't wait to hear what Mr. A says about that whole 95 thing, but he probably knows all the back roads anyway. Oh, he might. Yeah, I would imagine, like, I know, again, growing up where I grew up, and then I'd imagine the same thing for you, right, Panda? Growing up where you grew up, you know your ways around. If you can't use this way, you know the other way, other way or ways to get around. Yeah, but then, it, you know, especially now with GPS and everything, 
everybody's going to be going the back, you know, the back way. Oh yeah. So that means other, uh, usually less traveled roads and less traveled streets are going to be traveled a lot more, which would I would imagine mean uh, a lot more potholes showing up because the, yeah. And again, like I said, I think they just might, once they uh, open up a bigger stretch of that highway, you'll, you can get off the exit prior, take some, um, you know, other road and um, um, get back on. Okay. Slight detour. Oh, man. Definitely put you out of your way. Yeah, it's not easy. No going to take a lot, a lot more time. I'm sure. Yeah. Oof. Oof indeed. Yeah. Mm. Right. Is that all you got? That's all I got. Uh, you got anything else? No, no, that's all for me. That's okay. In that case, I guess we can wrap up this episode. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we appreciate it. Florida, and I'll be back. When am I Tuesday. Tuesday night around six. No, that's with the plane lands. So I'll be home around eight or nine. There you go. And your late night. Yeah, Wednesday's my late night. Right. So we'll probably be back on on Thursday. Yeah, because I would think doing a podcast when you just got off the plane from traveling home on Tuesday night would be, just be way too much. Yeah, I think I'll be wiped out. And that's all right. But you'll be all snuggled up at home. Yeah. So it's a perfect place to be wiped up. Exactly. Oh, man. But thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And we'll catch you all on, I was going to say, you want to do an episode tomorrow or would that be too much? Uh, Or wait and see. Let's, yeah, let's play it by ear. I think tomorrow will be fine. All right. So we'll talk. We'll make a plan. And James Beard says, thanks for show. Safe travels. Thanks, James. Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. All right. Have a good night, everybody. All right. You too, baby. I love you, Panda. I love you too. Bye. Bye.